The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. We're back here on the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coaches Corner, brought to you by Dan France Concrete, a licensed and insured residential commercial concrete construction engineer over in uh, Middle Tennessee, Dan France Concrete, uh, bringing you this portion of the Coaches Show. We're talking with Floyd Walker, the head coach of the Eagleville Eagles. Made that uh, trek to Moore County. Yeah, we made it last night, and unfortunately we came up short. Uh, but uh, it was a good trip overall. I mean, it's not it's pretty much a straight shot from Eagleville um, through Shelbyville and on to Moore County. So uh, it's a trip that we've made before. It's a trip we're made familiar with. But uh, unfortunately, things didn't, didn't go our way. In terms of road games, you've definitely been on worse. In yeah, terms of yeah, there. we've been on the road. We've made fun. We were going to play the Bob Seger song on the road again, you know. Uh, but uh, but we didn't do it. But our kids are used to being on the road. You know, you you have to travel, unfortunately, sometimes uh, based off of the way that your schedule lays out. But uh, we, we've held road trips well in the past. Well, um, jump in with uh, Moore County last night, region, all that good stuff. Right, so right. a lot on the, on the line last There's night. A lot on the line last night. It's homecoming in Moore County last night. And and our kids were excited to play. And uh we thought that we're going into the ball game. Our, our number one thing was we knew we had to control um, their best player, uh, Chris White, at quarterback. And um, and what we found out was that that, that Dawson White's a, a a really really good football player. Uh, he he did some things last night, and uh, and unfortunately, though, he was he was able to go ahead and have a lot of success. Now that is the son of Chris White, of Chris the White. coach who was. Here in Murfreesboro, was in Murfreesboro, went to Riverdale, played for us at at MTSU. Uh, I think he even coached at Oakland some too. So mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, but that's his son. Well, um, going into into that environment, I, you probably knew that you were going to have your hands full with Moore County, and that job number one was to try to contain him. I no, job number one was contain. Okay, that was the whole thing. Let's contain him. Let's keep him corralled. Uh, let's get our hands on him, wrap him up, uh, and and rally and tackle. Um, unfortunately, well, again, we weren't we weren't able to do that. We weren't able to. He he he's one of those. He's a special player. Um, it wasn't a deal to where I thought our kids did not play hard. Uh, it wasn't a deal where I didn't think our kids uh, were excited for the challenge. Um, it was a deal to where he was he was just a little bit better than we were last night. Well. And and you run into games like that, and as a coach, no coach is is happy with a loss. The loss no, no, is a no. loss, but the way you lose does matter, doesn't it? It it does matter. But the thing that you you understand, what you look at in the overall scheme of things, is how did your kids compete? Uh, and we we felt like our kids battled to the end, uh, and that's the thing that a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, kind of really think about athletics when when a team loses they think that the coaches is mad at the players that the mad at the referees is mad at the world that that's not really what it is what it, what it really is you're disappointed for your kids you're disappointed for your kids because you know the amount of time the amount of work uh, you know the the type of character that your kids are so you're disappointed in them when they have to go something 
uh, have to go through something like that. So that's that's the thing that's frustrating for a coach is to sit there and you watch your kids pour their hearts and souls out into things and not have success. So you feel for them. Yeah, I, I mean, you do so much work. It's really a year-long effort mm-hmm. if you're going to play uh, in, in high school football. But you think of all that work that goes into only 10 games guaranteed. Right, it's right. unlike any other sport, isn't right, it? Right, and then when you start talking about a senior class, you're talking about you've got 10 – for the possibility of the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, so and what you're trying to do is you're trying to create wonderful member, memories for them so when they come come back to a ball game or they go to a reunion, they're able to sit back and they're able to talk to one another and, and they talk about the special times and bonds that they had. Floyd, we just figured out why football coaches are so uptight sometimes. Huh? It's not real hard now. <laughs> you know, it's not. It's not. It's not losing the game. It's, right. it's your kids. That's what That's what it's all about. When you have to stand there and you have to look at your kids and you know deep down how they feel. Because you've been there before as a player. And you know losing is not fun. And you know that those kids, they come to the weight room, they lift weights, they come to practice in 95 degrees heat and full pads, they run, they get hit every single day. And and it's one of those deals. So when you do all of those things, you've invested a lot of time, energy, and effort to it. And then you not have the results that you were hoping for. It's disappointing for them. So you feel for those guys. Yeah, and, and you all as coaches, uh, just everybody surrounding the program, I mean, you're putting in a lot of time, too, to make sure these kids have the best opportunity. And, and it's been said before in the, in the education field and the coaching field. You look at it from a standpoint of how much time you spend with the kid in a 24-hour period or a seven-day week. You you basically spend almost you, – you probably do spend more time with that child than their own parent does because you've got them from, at our place from 745 to 245, and then you get them from 245 to 630. So you've got them for 11, 12 hours a day. So you're, you're spending quite a bit of time with them, so you become attached. And, and it does. It truly becomes a family because of the amount of time that you spend. We've got Floyd Walker joining us, the head coach of the Eagleville Eagles. Um, last night, quarterback Jesse Brown, um, almost uh, 100 yards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, Jesse's given us a chance. Jesse's, Jesse has really played beyond our expectations of him. We can't. I, I'm proud of the way that he handled himself. I'm proud of the way that he's he, he's tried to lead our offensive group. Uh, we we have no complaints about Jesse Brown, and we wish him the best, and and we hope that this continues for him. Um, um, Elijah Ferns hauled in six of those catches for right. 63 yards, so he had an awesome night receiving. Ferns, Ferns played well. Ferns played well all year long. We've been tickle peak with him. I mean. Uh, we're pleased with all of our kids. We again, all of our kids had a good night, but there was there were some plays uh, and some missed assignments that that ended up costing us. And when you play against a football, a good football team, uh, you really, really have to limit those. Um, also, running the football, Caleb Snitzer, uh, six carries, close to fifty yards. Um, so defensively, um, I, I know Moore County put up twenty-one points, right. Coach, but. I mean, they're they're an explosive offense, and and I you you have to be pretty pleased with most part for your defensive well, effort. Again, pleased with our kids, okay, and and to limit them to twenty one points gives you an opportunity to win the ball game. Um, but again, there was there was some there was some missed assignments. Uh, 
there was a couple opportunities that we had to put some points on the board. We didn't we didn't capitalize on those, and 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 that's what fo- good football teams do. Good football teams make very very few mistakes, and they make the plays that they're supposed to make. Marshall Spann, uh, Cade Pippinger, and Colton Daniel, uh, the leading tacklers last night for your ball club. Um, Coach, the thing about football is it, it comes around once a week during this time of the year, doesn't it? <laughs> it comes around once a week, you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'll talk to our volleyball coach and a basketball, girls basketball coach one day, and we're talking about basketball, we talk about volleyball, and we talk about football, and, you know, and, and this was early on during the volleyball season, and I think they dropped a couple of games early, and she was, she was disappointed, and I'm like, look, hey, you get to play tomorrow, you know. I got to wait seven days, you know, try to get this taste out of my mouth. So, you know, it's 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 unique sport the way, you know, you get ten opportunities, but you have to wait seven days before your next one. So uh, we'll, we'll, re- we'll rebound from this. We talked about it last year. I, I fully expect our kids to bounce back. It may take us a day or two. Um, to get the to get the taste out of our mouth, but we'll bounce back and we'll be able to to compete again next Friday. So from here, you and the coaches worked put to get put together a plan for your next opponent, right, Gordonsville, right. and then Monday you you start implementing that. Yeah, we'll we'll be back in the office again this morning, break it down, Gordonsville. We'll get together again uh, Sunday at one o'clock to start formalizing the game plan, and then we're practicing uh, Monday morning at eight a.m. So. It's uh, it's going to be a kind of a quick turnaround as far as getting started Monday morning at eight. Um, but I, I'm just excited to get back with the kids and, and try to get this taste out of my mouth. Uh, what do you know about Gordonsville, the next opponent? I just know that they've got a returning quarterback that uh, that's that's pretty good. We played against him last year. I know that their new head coach is uh, Coach Jackson that left Oakland was Oakland's defensive coordinator. So I know defensively they'll have a lot of uh, he'll put a lot of speed on, on the field, and he'll give us a lot of different looks. But it's going to come down to again to to making sure that Eagleville takes care of Eagleville. And if we can do those things, and we can make the plays and eliminate mistakes, I think we'll have a shot. Um, that's a home game for you. Yeah, it is. It is first home game of the year, so <laughs> so happy not to have to get on the bus. But uh, it it ought to be an exciting atmosphere for our, at, at our place. No putting together, you know, logistics and busing and making sure everybody's got all of their equipment. Uh, no hauling the trailer, and which I like to think, you know, we got a great parent group that uh, Greg Fox and Mr. Ladder, they do a good job of, of hauling our equipment around. And, you know, it, it takes everybody to make this thing roll. And, and we're very fortunate and very blessed that we have a great community, community that backs us up on all these things. Well, uh, first time at home, I'm sure everybody is uh, kind of licking their chops to get in the stands. <laughs> well, I am. That means no. <laughs> so it'll it'll be good to play at home and and be in a more comfortable environment for our guys. Maybe get a little money in the bank too. Hey, you guess never bad, man. Never bad. <laughs> well, I hope folks will get out uh, and enjoy the game uh, next Friday, Floyd. I appreciate you coming in this morning, and good luck against Gordonsville. Thank you, brother. We appreciate everything y'all do for us. That is Floyd Walker, the head coach at Eagleville, and the coaches show brought to you by Donut Country with two locations on Memorial and Middle Tennessee Boulevard, and by McDonald's Murfreesboro, operated by McGuire Management Group. 
We're catching up with Anne-Marie Brents at Rick's Barbecue 212 Warrior Drive, another one of our great local businesses. Yeah, it's a big family business. Knowing that my grandparents started it, to see it evolve and what it is now, it's just been really cool and I love it. It's just something I'm very passionate about and customers have been great to us as well. Whether it's a quick meal, feeding the whole family, or catering, Rick's Barbecue can handle it all. It's really something I'm really passionate about, very blessed and thankful for. Rick's Barbecue 212 Warrior Drive. 